this is Sophie Dawson from sophiedawson.com and this is episode 129 of the So Free Art podcast which is a little podcast that I do about the art and things and today we're talking about the art. It's going to be a very tiny little episode today, <laughs> a bit like little Dennis's Willy, a little one because I've got a bit of a sore throat because I was up late the other day, didn't get enough sleep. So I've got a bit of a sore throat. But today we're going to be talking about sketching versus finished drawings. So Simone Simone Grinniwold's little... I was going to do an article about eyes. But that's going to have to wait until next month now. But in actual fact, she, she sort of plays into this. Because what I'm going to talk about is sketching versus finished drawings. And how what I've noticed is a lot of the finished drawings they lose the excitement that's in the sketches. But Simone Grinniwald is actually somebody who's able to keep the fun from the sketch into the finished drawing. So I'll talk about that in a minute. Little Dennis is with us. He's so happy today because Little Kitty has got some titties. <laughs> little Kitty's got some titties, which I think is cool. So little Dennis loves it because he's now got something to play with. <laughs> he likes playing with those. <coughs> little kitty kisses. She's hiding behind the house today though. She's hiding. Little Dennis. <laughs> little Dennis gets us off. So let's crack let's crack on. <laughs> crack on. Little Dennis is in his house. Ah, oh, they've got to be both together. You can see little Dennis well you can see Kitty's titties. On on the video, if you go to youtube.com slash Sophie Lawson, they're beautiful they are. They're very they're very nice titties, I must say. A little bit jealous actually. <laughs> the li- little kitty and titty <laughs> little kitty and titty. Yeah, little Dennis. Little Dennis. Look at him like right. Let's get so little topics today. Things I'm gonna talk about is Sketching versus finished drawings, sketching from imagination books. What actually inspired me to do this article was the three D Total Publishing. Recent yesterday, they released a new book called Sketching from the Imagination, Anime and Manga. And I love those books. They're my favourite. There's seven of them now, and they're full of. There's fifty different artists. They're really thick books, full of nothing but sketches from 50 different artists and most of the time they're like little characters and stuff they're my favorite books and this latest one was all about anime and manga so i'll put a link in the description because i did a little video yesterday and then afterwards i thought the thing i love about sketches is the fun and the energy and just like the gestures and they're always so much more exciting to me sketches and i thought to myself why is it that the finished drawing, it very often doesn't, it stiffens up? So what I'm going to talk about is, I'm going to talk about, well, I've got a little example of my mum. <laughs> That's quite funny. I'm going to talk about traditional sketching and uh, compare it with digital. Some little tips that I've learnt to loosen up, which might help turn your finished drawings into nicer sort of fun sketches. Well, like keep the energy of the sketches. I'm going to talk a little bit about my draw day challenge. And what is it? 
Yeah, and then I'm going to talk a little bit about two artists who I've noticed. I, I feel like they're the best at keeping fun gesture and like fun energy and stuff in their finished drawings. And one of them is the artist Dean Yeagle, who I absolutely love. And the other one is actually Simone Grinniwold, who I also love. So I'll, I'll go through that at the end. But the first thing I wanted to talk about was my mum. So on this little draw day challenge, what I'm doing is every day for the last 340 odd days, it's every day for a year, you've got to do a little drawing. So it, they're little sketches, really, tiny little things. But one of the days I was drawing dragons and I said to my mum, ah, oh, I thought it'd be quite fun if my mum drew a little dragon. Yeah, so that day the dragon was, it, this was, it was called the My Mum Drew This Dragon. And what I noticed was, I remembered this last night, I thought it was cool. What I noticed was, because my mum, she's not, she doesn't do much drawing. So I said to her, ah, oh, can you draw this dragon for me? It'd be fun. And she was a bit, she was a bit nervous, I suppose because she sort of doubted herself or something so what I said was I, I gave her a sketchbook and I said I'll practice on this one first so the first one when she wasn't really thinking about anything she'd done this little dragon it was amazing I thought oh I love that I said oh can you do that can you do that again in the, in the proper sketchbook my little sketchbook so she tried to redraw it and what happened was what I noticed was when she wasn't thinking she had this really nice little dragon yeah, and then when she tried to when she tried to recreate it, she was she was trying to, well, I f I feel like what happened was she started thinking too much, yeah, and it it got stiff and it the proportions all got a bit weird and stuff, and I just thought that was quite weird because it shows that it's not just artists, it's well everyone, yeah, everyone must have this thing where if you if you don't think about what you're doing, it just comes out naturally. Like there's a nice flow to it and then when you start thinking about it and I suppose trying too hard yeah it's it's one of those things it's a bit like when you're trying well yeah when you're meditating if you're going deep or if you're trying to go out of body the more you try to go out of body the less you can go out of body because the way to go out of body is to actually not try to go out of body it's also like when you're when you've got thoughts in your head yeah, because like, like Muji and stuff, they say when you're meditating, if you're getting bombarded with these thoughts, what you want to do is you want to just observe them and let them pass like clouds. But the thing is, sometimes, and I'm still at this stage, the more I try to observe the thoughts, the more I'm actually sort of, I suppose, putting energy into the thoughts. So the, the way you actually observe the thoughts is by not trying to observe the thoughts it's it's a weird thing that but I, I love that I thought it's quite cool and I've noticed that a lot so in my draw day challenges what I've noticed is sometimes I'll sit there and I'll do a little sketch in my sketchbook it'd be a really fun little shape like a little character a little animal and I think oh, I love I love that one so I'll I'll try to redo it in my proper sketchbook with like inking and stuff and all of a sudden it just, it starts to stiffen up. I would say seven out of ten times the sketch, my sketch looks better than the finished one. Which is a bit of a shame that. And I've noticed it's a lot with other artists. 
because like when I'm going through these Imagine FX magazines and stuff, you look at the sketches, well also in the art books, you look at sometimes they'll have the, the finished artwork with the sketch and I, I always, most of the time I, I think, oh the sketch is actually better, yeah, because what, what happens is when you do the finished drawing, you're, you're, most of the time you're going over the top of the sketch. So you're you're not you're not just letting it happen, you're sort of trying to recreate it, yeah. So there's a magic in. I feel like what would be probably really good is if you could, if your finished drawing could be the first, fa- the first phase. But the thing is, everyone says you can't do that. You've got to start with thumbnails, sketches, and build it up. Yeah, but there must be. S- there must be something to it if you could somehow be start out with an ink, for instance. Yeah, if you're committing with ink, that was actually something Bryn said in one of the articles. She said about yeah, drawing, sketching with ink. Was it Bryn? Somebody in one of the articles said if you sketch with ink instead of pencils, you, you're sort of forced. Yeah, you're forced to commit. So you're you're not only forced to commit. So you, you're committing to the final line, but you're also free because you're because you're sketching. So you're kind of getting the best of both worlds there. The thing is, you've got to be really brave to do that because you, you know that if you mess up, you've messed up. That's another thing with the sketches. You're sort of a little bit fearless because because you know it's only a sketch. You think, well, if I mess up, it doesn't really matter because it's only a sketch. When, when it gets later on down the line. You start thinking, oh, I can't mess up now. <laughs> so it's probably a, a mind thing. A, a lot of that is, pro- I think, yeah, I would say some of it is mental. It's you're you're starting to put pressure on yourself. You, yeah, I would say that. So this this goes into one of the little tips. It was from Bryn. They said about using tracing paper. So what you do is you do a little sketch. You, you do a little gesture in your sketch. On a sheet of trace on a sheet of paper, you then start building more details with a sheet of tracing paper over the top. So what what that means is you're committing. So you're starting to sort of tighten up tighten up the lines, but at the same time you're 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 being fearless. You know you can. Well, if you mess up, it doesn't matter because you can just remove that and go back to what you had before. So and then what what she did was she said about. You can keep layering up these pieces of tracing paper. Because then what happens is you're adding more and more details, but it doesn't matter if you mess up. So that's quite cool. That's one of the things with digital is because you're working in layers. You are a lot more fearless because you know that if you mess up, you can always just undo. And what I do is when I'm doing my little Sophie's, what I do is if I do something, I think I really like that. But I'm I wanting to say I've I've done a little a little arm or something and I really like it but I, I wanna try I wanna experiment with something see if I can do something a little bit better. What I'll do is I'll duplicate that, that layer and keep it so that then I can start playing around with the arm, like moving it, seeing if I can get something better. And if I can't, I've always got that layer, that, that the nice layer that I can go back to. So it's it's quite there's little things you can do, I think, to sort of help you 
yeah, it's all about being fearless. It's all about being confident, I think, with your, with your lines. Confident with your lines. Yeah, again, when you're sketching, you're, you're super confident because it, it's only a sketch. And also, you're not thinking about what you're doing. Because what happens is sometimes you're, you're sketching, it almost feels like... Yeah, it almost feels like something something else is sketching. And then, and then as you start putting more, going into the finished drawing, you're you're starting to use your brain a bit more because you're thinking, oh, I've got to put this here. You're starting to put the details in. So all of a sudden, you're starting to take a, take control, I suppose. Something like that. Traditional sketch. So what I've, what I thought was to myself, well, at the moment. I if in my head when because I've got I've just got a, a Wacom Cintiq because my goal in the future is to move into into digital but well I, at, at the moment I feel like I'm always going to sketch with traditional pencils because there's something about having a physical sketchbook with a pencil and just being able to sort of really yeah it's just I think it's because it's physical you can really feel it and there's something about it that is missing with the tradition with the digital so I've put here will you ever be able to feel as connected to digital canvas as a pencil in a sketchbook and I've put I can't see it so I don't know whether it's just because I haven't got the skills with the digital at the minute but there's something inside of me that says even if I was like a master of the digital, there would still be this disconnect between, well, because what happens is when you've got your pencil and your sketchbook, sometimes you're, you're sort of sketching and you're sort of, well, it's like you're, you're at one with the pencil. It's almost as if the pencil disappears and it's almost like you're actually sketching with your finger or something. Whereas on the dig- on the digital and even on like the iPads and stuff, I'm always aware of having a stylus in in my hand, so I'm always aware that I'm actually there's always somehow there's always some sort of disconnect between me and the canvas. Yeah. So I don't know whether that's actually just the way it is with digital. I don't know whether maybe in a few years time. It would be better like that. I'd be interested, actually, if, if like, if you're, if you do a lot of digital, do you still sketch traditionally? I'd be quite, I'd be quite, quite interested in that. I think. So these are some little tips that I've got about loosening, loosening up, because that's one of the things. Is the sketches are very loose, and as you move down through the thing, it starts getting stiffer and stiffer, which, in it's that, that's. That's what's taking the life away. Yeah, because when it's loose, it's, it's feeling alive. That's why sketches feel so alive, because they're loose. But the finished ones are always a little, little bit more stiff and stuff. So I've put here about the tracing paper technique, which I think is amazing. And then on the digital, you can you can recreate that by using your layers. So that Because I think the key, the key to being loose... As you're getting further down the line, the key is to have confidence that you can make mistakes. Because if you're, if you're, especially like, imagine if you're doing a, an oil painting and you've been doing it for five weeks, like say 
100 hours on this oil painting and then you're right at the end and you've got to like do a loose committed line and you know that if you do that and you mess that up you're going to mess the whole thing up imagine the pressure on that i mean that would that'd be horrible even with these realistic pencil drawings i used to do some of them would be like 40 hours long and then right at the end i'd have to do the hair because the hair is the final layer because it's on top of everything so you've done you spent 40 hours on this realistic pencil drawing it looks quite nice but you've now got to do the hair so what you've got to do is the hair the reason i love the hair is because it's so loose and free and out of control sort of thing whereas the rest of the face like the eyes and stuff they're all detailed and so what you well i used to get quite scared but at the same time actually i wasn't scared i was i was scared but i was also really excited because the thing is when you put that hair on that's when it comes to life yeah so what i learned was what you had to do was you had to just get a sharp pencil and there was a little bit of mindful so you had, what, what i did was I, I said to myself right you're doing area just go for it yeah you have to just go for it because if there's any hesitation as you're doing that hair any doubt or hesitation you'll get a wiggly line so you've just got to go for it and what happens is sometimes you're going for it and it's not going the way you want it's like you've sort of wanted the, the hair to go across the eye like sort of go through the eye but because you're going so fast with it it might you might have misjudged it and it might just miss the eye and go over the nose so there's a moment because this is all happening in about two seconds maybe yeah like two seconds it's like a stroke but in the middle of that two seconds there's a thought in your head saying oh no it's not going the way i wanted it but what you've got to do is you've got to just keep going because if you start thinking i'm going to try to re i'm going to try to correct it that's when all of a sudden it will look stupid and, and the thing is if it if you start if it if if it's going off off the off the course that you wanted and you try to re try to re sort of put it back where you wanted it it's going to look stupid and the thing is you've committed to it there's no way you can erase that now because when you're doing hair you have to be very like you can't just do light things you've got to be very you've got to be very dark with it as well like very hard it's probably the hardest strokes i do like the most pressure so the thing is if you mess that up if you mess it up it's messed up forever really because if you try to start raising it is you can never fully erase it properly yeah so it's it's quite cool though so i wonder what i'd be like with an oil painting because i've not i've not really i've done what have i done one oil painting i think <laughs> yeah i think that that scares me to be honest at the minute another little tip i've got here is uh, scanning it into the digital so what you do is you what i think do it on your traditional because it's nice and loose scan it into the digital you've now got a backup copy yeah so you can now start playing around with it like traditionally but you've you've actually got a backup copy on the computer so again it's another way of taking risks and starting to stiffen it up or add the details knowing that you've got something to fall back on i think that's quite cool as well another one here is blowing up the thumbnails who is it says that i think it's jake parker on svs learn he said about what he does is well all of them will terry jake parker and lee white all of the guys at 
SPS Learn, what they do is they do their little thumbnails, tiny little thumbnails, just to get the essence of it. And then what they do is they actually put it onto the computer and blow it up to the size that they want it. And then they start drawing on top of that. And again, they, they do that with the sketches as well. So they, they when they got their sketch or the gesture, they then they blow that up as well. So what you're doing is you're, you've not got to redraw what you've done, which is nice. Yeah. So again, what what you want to do is you want to you want to minimise the amount of redrawing you're doing. Yeah. You, basically, what you've got to do is you've got to try to somehow keep the essence that's in the sketch. Somehow you've got to try and keep that all the way through the process. Yeah. It's it's quite hard though. It is quite hard. Another little thing here I've, I've put is over-exaggeration. Over-exaggeration. This was in one of the articles, character design quarterly articles. What it said was, if you over-exaggerate something, yeah, so let's say what you do is you're doing your little sketch. You over-exaggerate it way more than what you want. So let's say you've got a character with a bum stuck out, which is sexy. You push the bum out even more. Because what happens is, as you start putting your details in, it's, you're going to start stiffening up. So that bum that is over-exaggerated, what will happen is, as you're putting the details in, the bum will actually go back to what you originally had. Yeah. Whereas if you if you went with the bum the way you wanted it in the sketch, as you start putting your details in, the bum's going to actually lose some of its energy. So it's, it's almost, it's, what's, it's like something else. What is it? There's this thing where you have to, there's something else as well, where you have to do it more than what you think, because what you what you think, what you think it's too much, but it's not. It, in the end, it will actually be what you wanted. Yeah. See, that's another thing you've got to be mindful of, is in the sketch, push it more than what you want. Yeah, because that's another way of keeping it, I think. Oh, and I've put here gesture is key. So this goes into what have I put here? Look, I've put sketching is more fun to do. Yeah, for me, sketching is way more fun than the finished phase, and also it's it's also more fun to look at because I feel like when you're looking at other artists' sketches, I feel like somehow you're sort of seeing their true. You're seeing you're you're sort of seeing into them. A lot more than the finished bit, I think. Yeah, the thing about that, the, the sketches have got more of the purse, the artist inside of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it goes into that thing again. Because you're not thinking, in the sketches, you're not thinking what you're doing. So what's happening is, the, the inside of you is actually drawing, I suppose. Which is like your sort of, well... Let's just say, like your 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 spirit or something is coming out in the sketch. So that's why I think when you look at other artists' sketches, you're sort of seeing their true, their true self. Whereas as they start putting more details in, yeah, it it gets further away from their vision. That's what that's what I think. And I've put here, few artists can carry across the free the freeness. And then we've got Simone Greenwald and. Dean Yeagle, two examples. These are the two that sprung to mind, but there's so many. Leia Lopez, Asia Ladolska. 
was going to say, are we a cushion off? Yeah, probably. Not as much, though. I feel like these... Yeah, Dean Yeager is probably the best, I think, at keeping massive energy in in his finished... <laughs> in his finished, like, drawings. Because his, his finished drawings, they feel alive. He's got a little... And his character's always, like, fun and... It's amazing to me. It's quite cool though. And then also Simone Grinniwald. She's the same. So Simone Grinniwald, her sketches are very alive, but her finished drawings and paintings and stuff, they've they've still got a lot of fun about them. Yeah, and they've still got the energy. So what I'm thinking is these are probably two of the best to study from. And there is actually a video, Dean Yeager has got a video, there's a video on YouTube, I'll link to it in the description, and he's, he's going through the process of drawing. So again, if you want to see how he's going to keep his essence, and the gest, I feel like if you want to find out how to keep the essence of the funness in the finished drawing, the best way is to watch the person who's doing it, at least doing it the way you like it, See how they're doing it, and then you might pick up little tips and stuff. It's cool, but well, what I, what I thought was gesture is key. So I well, I spent three, four, God, must have been five years doing nothing but gesture drawings, really. Which well, I, I feel like it was a bit of mis- a mistake because I was listening to a Proco podcast. Because what happened was I started the Proco figure drawing course in twenty fourteen. And one of the first things he said about was gesture joins. So you have to do gesture joins. Then you was moving on to the bean, the robo bean. Basically, you started out with a gesture, which is like the the flowy thing. And then you start adding your structure on. But what I did was I loved the gesture so much that I focused on the gesture. And I didn't really do any of the structure stuff. And then I was listening to, I was listening to a Proko podcast, a Stan Prokopenko. And what he said was, he said, you you should go through that course. Each little piece should be like two weeks. So in other words, you do figure, you do your gesture drawings for two weeks. Then you do your bean for two weeks. Then you do your robo bean for two weeks. Keep doing that. And then what you do is you go back to the gesture drawings at the end. See, in other words, well, I got it, I got it wrong, really, because I thought what you did was you focused on gesture drawings until you was really good at it. Then you went on to your beans until you were really good at it. So I was thinking, like, do years on that, years on this. No, because what I noticed was you can never get really good at gesture drawings. Well, you can, but you're never going to get as good as you can unless you, you've started doing the beans and stuff. Because what happens is all the details later, that starts coming into your gestures. So you do need this later stuff. Yeah. So what I learnt was, and what I've done is, at the moment I'm working on my website. As soon as that's done, which is going to be a few months yet, my goal for next year is to go back to that figure drawing course and work through it the way Proko has said about on the podcast, which is, yeah, doing each section in in smaller chunks, really, which I think is going to be brilliant. I can't wait for that. That's going to be next next year. And figure drawing, well, I feel like, the thing I have learned is that gesture joins are amazing. 
yeah and it is gestures and everything it's not just like the figure even like a little finger has got like a gesture or even a car or something yeah no matter what you're drawing there's like an essence to it so i'd even though i think to myself oh i messed up there doing gesture drawings for like so many years there is part of me that's actually quite happy because whenever i do a drawing now i can i can see the gesture in my drawings yeah so i might not have the skills with like the structure and stuff but the thing is i've I'm quite good at gesture now because I've done it so much. So hopefully, if I can start getting good at the structure, the the gesture will actually sort of like help it. Yeah. So the the structure and the gesture should go together. Hopefully. That was it, really. I thought I thought that was quite cool. It's just for me, it's quite interesting how completely different. Hey, little Dennis. He he wants to spend it now. I think he's getting a bit. Yeah, he wants to go, I think. Oh, Dennis. I know why he wants to go. He wants to play with those titties. Little Dennis. He's naughty. He is naughty. That's basically it, though. I hope you enjoyed that. I thought it was quite cool. So, next week's podcast. What is it next week? I think next week is about the Tings episode. Bing! And I'm going to talk about entities. Yeah, I'm going to talk about entities. Because I had an experience with a little entity... In one of my dreams a few weeks ago, is it was like a being, a glowing being of light. So I'm going to talk about that on next week's episode. I can't wait for that as well. I think that'd be quite fun. But all that's left is this week's little inspirational quote, and it actually goes to Simone Grinniwald. I love this. So, well, I'll put links and everything in the description and the show notes, which you can find at sophielawson.com. And you can also find podcasts as a video at youtube.com slash Sophie Lawson. And I'll put a link to Simone Grinniwald. Put a link to her little book. And I'll also put a link to Dean Yeagle's books that I've done click looks of and stuff. But this week's inspirational quote, uh, I love this. I'm often happy with a super rough sketch. Yeah, it's a very little quote. There's a lot said in that. In other words, yeah, what I get from that is it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be an amazing work of art. Sometimes the best pieces of artwork are these rough little sketches because it's not about the quality of the it's not about the quality of the drawing or the painting or stuff. It's about the feeling. Yeah. It's about the feeling. And and again, that's what I'm saying. When you're sketching, it's the feeling. I got out of a runny nose today. <laughs> yeah, it's the sketching is all about the feeling, and then the structure is about the sort of the details. So it's about getting that balance between the the feeling and the details. Yeah, because the dream, the dream would be to have a super beautiful little Dennis is going to bite my nose. <laughs> oh. The dream would be to have a super detailed painting, which is like, you look at it and you think, oh, that that is absolutely beautiful. But it's also got the feeling, like the the gesture is still there. Yeah. Again, it's this balance between structure and, and feeling, I suppose. But this week's little inspirational quote, 
I'm often happy with a super rough sketch. Simone Grunewald. Oh, he's got a little, a little tight. Oh. 